Hello, and before we get started today, I just want to let you know that the audiobook for The Sun, The Girl, and Goodbye is coming. It will be on Audible soon. It is processing now. I do not have an ETA. However, it is available for sale on my Patreon. It's only $10 as opposed to the Audible price, which should be around uh, $20. The other thing is that before this podcast begins, there's about a 10-minute update on my health and where I am and everything else. Uh, so if you do want to skip that, skip to about 10 minutes in. Thank you so much, and enjoy the podcast. And thank you so much for joining us once again. It is the Nightly Pleasures Podcast, and and before I continue any further, just wanted to say thank you so much for your patience, your understanding, all your kindness and, and well wishes and support. For those of you who don't keep up with the blog or uh, find that I post too many entries to to keep up with everything. The short answer is, uh, my health is simply much, much better than it was before I took this hiatus, and that's greatly appreciated. Uh, the other thing is, I just got overwhelmed. 2017, as I've talked about before, has been just this, just this endless struggle, it feels like. Uh, I've jokingly said that 2017 is my 2016. 2016 wasn't that great of a year for me either, but this has just felt like a <laughs> Sisyphusian. I don't know how else to put it. It's felt like no matter what I've tried to do or how good I've tried to be to myself, loved one, other strangers, or anything else, I just haven't been able to make progress. And thankfully, that feeling is really, really starting to subside. Uh, the cornerstone has to be health, of course, and I want to talk about that briefly before we get into the piece today. I've waited until now to talk about my health, um, and this isn't going to be the last, last of it. Um, I think that'll probably come next year, knock on wood. But... In essence, I should be well enough now going forward that there should be no more significant health gaps. There might be the occasional day where things are late. There might be an occasional week where things happen because it is still a one-man show. Um, but all in all, we're in a place where health isn't going to just take a turn and knock me out for 10, 12 days in a row and I have no control over when it is or isn't, and then that's on top of, you know, treatment, medication, and all the rest. As far as the illness goes, I'm sad to say I don't have something for you to Google uh, at this point in the journey, which, again, is pretty well recovered. I don't know how to put a percentage on it. I said I was at half strength a couple of months ago because that's what it felt like. Um... Now I'm closer to, I'd say, 75-80%. I feel mostly every day very good. I can sleep, I can get in and out of bed, I can rest, I can uh, control my more dour emotional impulses that are difficult, <laughs> difficult, difficult to control uh, when I'm a bit sick, when I'm sick. And what that sickness is and why it stopped me from recording and made me so sensitive about certain aspects of it is, in essence, just imagine endless uh, pregnancy. The the really unfart, the really the really unfun trimester, because 
what I've been dealing with for these last months are ankles so swollen I literally couldn't move on them, bruising on my feet just left and, and right, top and bottom, stomach and, and gas problems, uh, being voracious and then being nauseous, uh, flip of a dime whether or not I ate or not, um, doctors telling me to stay still, not exercise, not move. And so I've kind of, I've kind of given it this, this notion that it was like, you know, five months of the bad trimester. Uh, obviously, I'm being a bit facetious. Please don't write in and say pregnancy's worse. I know it is. <laughs> but uh, we're, we've, we've quote-unquote given birth to the demon baby at this point, uh, and I'm in the recovery period from that. And it's fantastic. That's, that's where my mindset has begun to, to change around. So just briefly... I know I've said that word before and it hasn't been. Uh, but briefly, just to consider where I'm at and where I've been, uh, I finish the book and then I get sick and then I've only just started getting better. So that's February. From the middle of February until the middle of October. I'm just chained to a bed. I'm just chained to healing and having to drink only water. Only water. When I say only water, I mean only water, not even green tea, because even that little amount, not even white tea, because even that amount of caffeine could send me into either a lot of physical pain or an emotional uh, stupor, rage, because of just how tightly wound everything in my body was from decades of illness that I didn't know I had. And eventually, I don't, I don't know where, but it just began to feel like, well, I'm already better. <laughs> this is better, right? Because I'm not as sick as I was, so this is better. And then I just started to t try and accept that around my birthday. Uh, but I fell into worse health after my birthday trip. In fact, I think that's what caused it. Uh, I probably got up and moved around too much for where I was in my recovery. And I got really sick twice since then. I powered through it the first time, but I couldn't power through it this time. And uh, as I started to get a lot better the first week of October, I had to start making that decision of, do you come back full force, or <clears throat> do you let them down again? Uh, and obviously, you let them down either way. So what I've been trying to do is work on things where I had the strength, where I had the time, uh, make new stuff for you guys, because I know that's what you really, really want more than anything. And I've been trying to get the bigger things up that I promised to secure all the, uh, all the lesser things that I've promised and to keep the whole project moving forward, because it's very important to me that because I am going to mess up, and because I'm not always going to make every deadline, that there's a degree of trust between us. The biggest advantage to doing it this way, the way that I'm doing it without backers or under anybody else's auspice or umbrella or what have you, is that I get to be as honest as I want. And when it comes to some things about me, such as my... Uh, <laughs> My desires, my my 
private life, I'm very, very closed off, and I know it. But when it comes to my thoughts and my intentions and what I mean and think, I, I just legitimately see no need or reason to hide it. I see no reason to try and not give what you say you're going to give. And so it's been hard for me not keeping up. And you guys have just been wonderful. You guys have just been amazing. So even though I'm not entirely comfortable talking about all of this stuff, I feel like it's <clears throat> a bit crass, really, honestly. But you guys really collectively have asked for the update. Uh, you've asked for a longer form of me talking about things. And you've asked for... <laughs> well... <sighs> you've asked for updates on the health stuff. So there it is. On every other front, uh, things are improving as my mindset improves as I uh, deal with all these issues. It has been a strange, strange year. It's been approximately a year since I touched down from Denmark. Uh, that happened on October 11th or 12th, I think, uh, in 2016. So I've spent most of this year feeling sick and ashamed. So when I say that you guys were the best part of it, I'm, I'm being entirely sincere. You guys and the film Arrival, which was astounding, have been the highlights of this year. <sighs> and there have been times where uh, this fandom, it's been a bit more contentious. And obviously that has to do with my attitude and, and how I present myself. So thank you. Thank you for encouraging me the better parts of me, and I hope you're looking forward to all the things to come. And speaking of all the things to come, I hope you enjoy this next piece. It's called Closed Door. It's just me. Don't worry, no one followed, no one saw, just as you instructed, my lady. <laughs> now that's interesting. Don't take that insolent tone, you say. Well, what are you going to do about it? Oh, of course you could. Oh, of course you could, in the daylight, of course you could, my darling. You could destroy me. You could have me destroyed. You could have everything I love torched, and then me after it, right before your eyes. But this isn't the daylight, is it? This isn't the rendezvous where you get to dictate everything. You've had enough of those, haven't you? Oh. I can only imagine. No, this is something else. Something a bit more fascinating. I'm the one that torments you according to you. And yet, 
You always leave the door open. You never say no. You never deny. You only just hint that I'm not enough. Well, I have to tell you, my darling, my dear, my precious, I think I'm more than enough for you. Oh, don't look away from me like that. Here, let my tongue show you. Let me slide it up from the tip of your chin all the way up that lovely moon-faced cheek. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you certainly taste ready and ripe. Love it when a woman is blushing, flushing, or as angry as you are. Blood just comes right to the surface. You can taste it, you know. Tastes a little bit like rain. Blood pooled in the cheek. <laughs> oh. What would anybody think if they even saw us together? Oh, dispersions would be cast, and you, you would be the one who allowed me in. And that's why I waited. Shh, no, 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 no. This is my favorite part. This is where I tell you where I got you, and you have to listen. That's why I waited. That's why I didn't take the bait the first time. Oh, you remember the party. Everybody with a drink in their hand except for me. You teased me mercilessly, didn't you? Oh, how funny and delightful it was for you. The teetotaler. Cider, is it? How many little comments do you even remember them? But you left the door open when you left. After you insulted me, after you berated me. You left the door open, and you let me follow, if I wanted to, and nobody did. A whole party filled with insults and japes, and I never left the room or showed my peak. How many more times do you think if I hadn't told you? How many more times do you think you've left the door open when there's a witness, a third party, one, one that has every incentive to lie and be your witness, and then says, no, he didn't. Even after all the fury she provoked, he didn't leave after her. Did you think that men were toys? That you could turn us on and leave us as we saw fit? That we would only amuse ourselves until your return? And that we would wait with every breath until you did? That's not true, no man is. We want to see all women naked, but we want to see them all naked. All on their knees, all virgins, all, none of them is sacrament. 
None of them is sacrosanct. Except for me. Except for me and you. Of all the men I have ever met, of all the travels I have made, the drunken boasts, the drunken crying, the letters, the artifacts, none has ever wanted a woman as much as I want you. Because I loathe you. Oh, I want you. I wanted you from the beginning, that's why I was a suitor, but I have such vim and vigor in me to see you suffer. And that's why I waited. When you teased me over croquet. When you insulted me over bridge. When you made a spectacle about my worth in front of others when you did it so that they would laugh as I stood perfectly still. Everyone knew you were leaving the door open, that you could dismiss me outright, and that you must have something for me. Look me in the eyes, please. Better. That you must have something for me, like I do for you. And just to be clear, you made it in me. It was not natural. You created the environ, and you grew it, and now it is here, ready, manifest. So, what do we do now? What do we do now that you realize that you made this encounter, that you asked for this encounter, and that it's been a long time in the making, and that before I came up here tonight, you and I had been seen together publicly without any cruelty. Nobody will say anything. Nobody will know anything if you don't tell them. <laughs> the door was open. You could have locked it. We made no tryst encounter, no contract. You're not looking towards it. You're not waiting for anybody else to stride through. You've barely clung that blanket to your breasts. I am exactly what you want. At least for tonight. So, how about we keep the door closed? Behind me. No, no. I'm only telling you the facts of the case so that you will understand I could take you. I don't want to actually do it. I want to show you that I could. I want to show you my patience. Oh, you thought you had a pretty good idea about that, but I wanted to show you what it's really all about. The fury of a patient man. You smell even better than you taste. <laughs> oh, and I love the way that your eyes look when I grab you by the hair. So wide, so different. You look 
like an entirely different creature here in the little hours. Like my little creature. <laughs> this is what you want, we can have it. I'll be your nighttime lover. You can keep me distant in the day. I'll take what I want from you at night. Tell me, have you ever met another man so willing to sacrifice for you? So lying in wait? So ready? To pounce. And don't pretend, not even for a second, not even to me, with whom you say you give so much distrust and odium. Don't you think for just one moment you should listen to your little cunny? Hmm? It's very impressed with the efforts I've made, I can tell. Your cheeks, your eyes, your pupils, even your fingertips tell me that she is all alight. Oh, did you expect me to wait? I'm past it. If I want to feel your cunny, I will. Oh, right. There. <laughs> Mmm, so tight and wet, and so small, I have to hook my hand down and point the finger towards the heavens just to get it in right, otherwise it would hurt. That's just one finger. Mmm, mm. yes, yes, yes. I've waited long enough for this. Look at me. Look at me. I'm your lover now. I'm your lover. So filled with contempt for you. I'm your lover now. <sighs> oh, let me pull you close. There. Wrap an arm around your shoulders. Keep your arms pinned. Oh, but the same finger rhythmically thrusting inside you. <sighs> Do you know what this is? This is power. This is the true thing, the thing that you've been waiting for. You saw it in me. I have it. I have it for you, for you alone. I do not dare break into other noble women's dresses. I do not spread their legs without permission. I do not visit them in the darkness and threaten them with just all forms of debauchery and violence, sexual and otherwise. I do not do these things for other women. I do not do them even for you. Not again. I am not made of steel and vigor. I am a man. Feel me. I am a man. As it pushes into your ass, I am a man. So if you deny me, if you send me to prison, if you send me into such a rage, I must kill you in the way that you have killed the joy in me. Know that you do it to a man who is your servant and slave. Feel me. Feel me. Feel me. 
can support you. <laughs> I'm big and strong enough, you know that. You've been surveying me long enough. <sighs> you know it's true, and your cunny does as well. The fact that I could push into it without asking, it makes it all the wetter. It makes it all the wetter. <laughs> Sometimes he just explodes. Now, now, darling, 
As I said, torture is fair play from all that I endured and have. It's only fair to make you sneak to me in the middle of some night. Don't make it tonight. Don't make it this visit. I will lock the door behind me every time I go. I'm going to make you come to me just like you did. On your turf. In your home. I will make you rap on my door. And I will do it. Partially. To torture you the way that you tortured me. But also. Because you will know after you go through all of those steps in the dark. After you've made your plan and executed it. You will know what it is to truth.